0: Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and he is the Hall of Famer, Mike Sheck. We are the Fantasy Sultans, getting ready for week number three in the NFL. And, you know, I saw this on Twitter, the last Monday night game of the season last year, DeMar Hamlin, the first Monday night game of this year, Aaron Rodgers, the second Monday night game this year, Nick Chubb. Mm -hmm. is there a monday night football curse (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) i'm just saying you know i know Um, know. again when you talk about nick chubb i mean that is just that that is a uh my fiance's brother-in-law uh was a browns fan and just said season's over and I, I really can't. I can't argue <laughs> that point. I can. Of course, if you have Nick Chubb, your fantasy season, maybe not over, but on life support at this point. I can't what even What are the celebrate.
1: options, though? Yeah, but what are the it, options for Cleveland at this point? Because, you know, there's talks about maybe they're going to bring in Kareem Hunt, Jerome oh, Ford that would make nice... Sense. Jerome Ford had a nice night uh, on Monday night filling yeah. in for um, Chubb. But uh, and of course, Leonard Fournette, you've got Cam Akers out there as a possibility too. he's uh, being reported as possibly going on the trading block for the Rams. Who knows what's going to happen? But hey, Cleveland's success rolls through the two hundred and thirty million dollar quarterback of the Sean Watson and maybe a little foreshadowing trip. A little export from him. You're going to be exporting him, right? That's right.
0: Well, (laughs) hang on a second. We do have to talk about the big fantasy story of the week. Oh, yeah. I beat you. (laughs) (laughs) I beat you. (laughs) I beat you. Okay. That's the big fantasy story of the week. Now, again, uh, you touched on it, but I want to throw another name in there. Um, What about Jonathan Taylor? Because the Browns may be motivated at this point to make a deal with the Colts. The only problem is I don't think they have. I don't think they have any first-round picks, and that's what the Colts want. But if it's a situation when you're motivated, you'll try and make it work somehow. Um, and and you know I'm going to throw this also out there real quick before we really get into the meat and potatoes of our show tonight or a podcast i should say um i think kevin stefanski is on the hot seat and i i said this to somebody today and they're like oh no no he's okay how can you blame him i said wait a minute he made the playoffs the first year and that was a break baker mayfield and they have failed ever since and stefanski listen uh, they didn't blow me away last night. They did not blow me away last night. Um, and you're right. You you talk the, the loss of Chubb is something you can't overcome. I understand that. But I, I think Kevin the, this the seat's getting a little warm there because I think he was the guy who signed off on Deshaun Watson, and that Deshaun Watson deal has not paid off in any way, shape, or form for hey. the Cleveland Browns.
1: We are heading into week number three. The injuries are piling up from week one and two. We saw the Giants running back. Saquon Barkley avoid a major ankle injury. Injury looked like it might be three weeks. Hey, he could even play on Thursday night. His ankle is feeling better. We'll see what transpires. But the Giants know at least they have Matt Breida in their pocket in case he cannot go on Thursday night. Joe Burrow aggravating his calf injury. An injury that happened in training camp. We don't know if he's going to be able to play on Monday night against the Rams. Something to monitor as well. Uh, Browning could be a name that could be coming up for uh, the Bengals quarterback if Burrow cannot go. Uh, Also, you know, we're seeing more injuries, hamstring injuries. Uh, Jamal Williams for the saints go, goes down to an injury. You got Deontay Johnson now on IR for four weeks. So the injuries are piling up and it gets more and more difficult for fantasy owners to kind of figure this out. I mean, we mentioned Nick Chubb a little bit earlier. He was around one pick and the running backs, we talked about it. Saquon, it was going to be Bijan Robinson, Christian McCaffrey. Those were the four big running backs and two of the four get injured.
0: I think part of it also, and 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 this is, and I, I think this is one of the things that, you know, you have to, going forward, you know, the the owners want to add one game to the regular season. They want to take away a preseason game. So they want yeah. to only have two preseason games. Well, as it is now, a lot of the starters are not even playing in preseason and you're having these injuries, you know, I hate to say this, but... And you can't even... There were some people talking about the Rodgers injury because it was on an artificial turf surface. Okay. Well, the Saquon Barkley injury was on a natural grass field. Okay. So you, you can't say that. Um, Pittsburgh's a natural grass field. And the Chubb injury occurred. So... I don't know if it's the surface or whatever, but I do think there is something to be said about, uh, lack of, you know, preseason injuries are going to happen. You, you know, that. And I think I said this to you, or I've said this on this podcast at some point, uh, we'll need that. We'll need the replay. We'll need that yellow flag. What happened? Replay. <laughs> 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 but, um, I said this, um, you don't want to be the guy to take the guy who gets injured. You know, you kind of, you, you may dodge a bullet, but if you get that bullet and you take that hit, I mean, it's tough to rebound. And like I said, I was all in on Nick Chubb this year, two of my three teams, two of my three teams are now looking, looking down the barrel. Um, That's it. And Deontay Johnson is another player that I, I, I took high um, and he is on injured reserve. Um, I have Jonathan Taylor still languishing on my IR on one of my teams. I mean, listen, you roll the dice sometimes, you do well, and sometimes you don't. We're now to our favorite uh, part of the show, which uh, we enjoy. In fact, notice I have the Seinfeld shirt on. Oh, yeah. I figured it would be a good one to wear tonight. It is time for our imports, exports on the fan. By the way, before I do, I I guess I got to mention this real quick because we really talked about it, but um, you can now find us on YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel, Fantasy Sultans. Just do a search for it, and you should be able to find all the uh, videos are on there uh, in addition to Spotify for Podcasters, which is where we have been from day one. So you'll be able to look at us and find us on YouTube. That was an exciting thing. We finally got that all worked out this week. Uh, so again, you can look up the fantasy Sultans on YouTube and uh, you can still email us by the way, fantasy Sultans at gmail.com. All right. Enough, uh, enough uh, pandering here to the fantasy Sultans um, and the pocketbooks. Let's talk about import and exports. Mike, you lead off uh, who you got an import, who you got an export. I'm
1: going to start it off with uh, grabbing running back Zach Moss in Indianapolis. After Deion Jackson struggled in week one, Moss rose to the occasion, playing on 52 of 53 snaps against the Texans, totaling over 100 yards from scrimmage and scoring a touchdown. His four catches on four targets were promising as well, being he only had four catches in four games as a lead back for the Colts last season. Now, Jonathan Taylor, he is eligible to return in week number five, but with Indy, we still don't know what's going to happen with that situation. How will it play out? At the moment, Zach Moss is the next best thing to slice bread, while Jonathan Taylor is Pete Moss.
0: And real quick also, don't forget to mention the Anthony Richardson injury. Yeah, the concussion. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's in um, – uh, concussion protocol right now because he went out and that I I think that also plays in this in this Indianapolis uh, um, in this Indianapolis uh, predicament to a certain extent
1: all right next up we're going to move on to wide receiver Nathaniel Dell of Houston and it hasn't taken long for the rookie tank Dell to establish himself as a top option for CJ Stroud uh, of course you've got Nico Collins and Robert Woods as the top options, but moving up the ranks is Nathaniel Dell. He had uh, seven receptions for 72 yards and a touchdown competing with Robert Woods. The Texans have dropped back the pass 50 times in the past two games, despite missing four starting offensive tackles. So we're noticing a bit of a trend here in Houston. They like to air the ball out. CJ Stroud, they will do it with him. And I'll tell you what, if you're looking for upside, Nathaniel Dell is your guy. And you know what I got to say about that one, dude, you're getting a Nathaniel Dell. All right, (laughs) we move on to another import. And if he's available, you'll find him on waiver wires. That is Russell Wilson in Denver threw over 300 yards, three touchdowns and completed 18 of 32 pass attempts. Also had 56 yards on the ground. Yeah, he's had a pair of turnovers, but I'll tell you what, Russell Wilson overall has looked decent. Five touchdowns uh to uh over two games. And looking ahead, Wilson faces uh Miami this upcoming week. And we know Miami will be high flying with Tyreek Hill and that Miami offense. So look for Russell Wilson. The only way Denver's gonna be able to compete air the ball out. And that's what Wilson is going to do. So he's a good option. If you want to pick up somebody now that that's on the quarterback end. Now, keep an eye on these players. I'm not saying you should export them right away, but you'll want to keep an eye on them. Cam Akers, I told you he's on the trading block. We don't know what's going to happen with the Rams. He's some something to watch. Of course, Sean McVay, healthy scratch last week, Decided to roll with Kyron Williams. He was a big surprise in week one. I had him on my imports. And I just didn't think that Kyron Williams would rise to the occasion this early with the Rams offense. But certainly he has. And uh, as far as Akers is concerned, if you're an owner, you have got to be a little bit concerned. If he stays with the Rams, I think this is a big export. Now, however, he goes to another location a la... Cleveland or he ends up with another team that is uh, suffering at running back because of injury, it could benefit you. Moving along, I'm going to export any Patriot offensive receiver (laughs) not named Hunter Henry. (laughs) I am a bit concerned with Juju Schuster, just 64 yards over two games. What about Devontae Parker? Where has this guy been? Six receptions, 57 yards for two games. Mike Jacecki, only 69 total yards. The only guy that's been there has been Hunter Henry. He's somebody that you could rely on. Yes, Kendrick Bourne, he had 24 PPR points in week number one, but it wasn't a great week number two. And even Ramondre Stevenson in New England, out of the backfield, he is not getting the looks that everybody thought he would as well. So uh, this is a bit concerning if you have any Patriot player on offense. Mac Jones at the helm, they are 0-2. It is not looking good. Finally, what is going on with Jarek McKinnon in Kansas City? McKinnon had a huge impact in that Chiefs offense last season, which carried into the playoffs and, of course, the Super Bowl. But what has happened over the last two games? Just three fantasy points per game. You look at the Chiefs offense with a young and inconsistent receiving core. You've got a dinged up Travis Kelsey, and you wonder, Why isn't he being involved in the offense a little bit more? He's had plenty of looks on third down, and maybe that's going to translate to something long-term. But in the short term, it has not been good for Jarek McKinnon. The Chiefs offense has yet to find its identity with Matt Nagy.
0: Yeah. And, and Isaiah Pacheco could be another part of the yeah. problem with McKinnon, uh, McKinnon, because uh, Pacheco has certainly taken over uh, as the workhorse back there in Kansas City. But listen, You just never know what is going to happen. Um, All right, I'm going to go import exports. I'm first going exports, and you already gave away one of mine. You know, we talked about in the offseason Deshaun Watson. We thought this was going to be the year Deshaun Watson was going to show us all what we've all been waiting for. All right, two games in. I'm throwing in the towel already. Uh, Deshaun Watson just, I I mean, looked awful last night. Uh, He did not look well. When Chubb went out, it just seemed like Deshaun Watson. Those he basically sat for about two years, not totally two years, but he sat basically for two years. And I, th- I don't know if he gets back to where he was when he was with Houston. And I, I think that that's, you know, there are quarterbacks were at such a premium. Deshaun Watson maybe was drafted ahead of when he should have been. Everybody was buying in on him, I don't think so. I'm I'm throwing in the towel on Deshaun Watson, and and the sad part of it is, you know, he he shot himself in the foot. I hate to say this, um, and and there are a lot of people who just aren't Deshaun Watson believers, and he's shown nothing in the last uh last two games. I I think you throw the talent on him. Another quarterback I am exporting is Justin Fields. Mm. You know, it's interesting since he took over as quarterback for the Chicago Bears, he's 5-22. 5-22. Um, I thought he would, he would, again, he'd be another viable quarterback this year. But two games in, this team looks awful. The Bears look awful. And I, I just don't. They made the trade for DJ Moore. You thought, oh, it's gonna help him. He's gonna have a good receiver. And eh, wrong answer. Um, I, I think there. Are, if you have another quarterback on your team, you may want to think about him because Justin Field. Until Justin Field shows you something, I'd say the same thing with Deshaun Watson. Till they show you something, I think at this point it might be better. You better off to setting him out. I mean, but again, I, I'm, I'm putting him on the export list because I just don't think so now. I want to flip to my imports. And one of the imports I have definitely is Jerome Ford. He showed in the second half of Monday night's game that he is to be believed. You know, he's going to be the guy who is going to take over right now in that Cleveland backfield, unless they make a deal for a Cam Akers or a, a Jonathan Taylor or they bring back Kareem Hunt. Although, I mean, he's still out there. They could bring him back very easily because the offense has not changed much. But I don't know if Kareem Hunt is going to be the answer for Cleveland. I mean, you do not replace a Nick Chubb that quickly, okay? Um, But Jerome Ford certainly, you know, opens some eyes on Monday night. And right at this point, if you've got Nick Chubb on your team, you're going to have to drop him, grab Jerome Ford because chances are you're going to have a crack at the waivers i would get him i think he is somebody who will pay some dividends again he's not nick chubb but he he'll do pretty good for you fantasy wise and again we talked about the running back position being not not there they're the the running back position was not very deep in terms of drafts and now with injuries it sure as hell ain't, ain't deep right at this point so Jerome Ford would be an answer for you. All right, wide receiver, I want to go with Tutu Adwell for the Rams. And I say this, you know, you were talking about the uh, the Rams' offense and Cam Akers and the fact he has taken such a dive. Tutu Adwell right now is giving you some fantasy points, and he is somebody who, if you have a Deontay Johnson inner, uh, injury right now, you, you've you got him, uh, Cooper Cup is out. And right at this point, he's the guy that you can get some viable fantasy points. Now, is he going to be a stud for the rest of the year? I don't think so, but he's a guy who in the short term can probably help you, especially in the Deontay Johnson injury because he'll be on IR for four games. I I think he's going to come back. This is not going to be a long term injury for him. I think he comes back after the four games on IR. But I think they moved him off just simply because they needed some roster um uh, some some roster flexibility. But uh, Tutu Adwell is a guy to pick up for the Rams, and he's got uh, you know Matthew Stafford uh, looked pretty good on Sunday. Although again I'm not uh, I'm, I'm not you know ready to uh, hoist the import flag on on him. Just yet. And last but certainly not least, I want to throw in, you know, you mentioned him to uh, Hunter Henry, uh, tight end. He is the only viable New England Patriot player, uh, and the reason is because he's tight end, and he's the guy Mac Jones uses to dump off balls. And that offensive line for the Patriots is just awful. But a tight end position, and Hunter Henry has shown, uh, you know, he can can get the job done. He would be the only viable Patriot player. Tight end is a position that, well, if you have one, you should be okay, but Hunter Henry might be a guy to pick up. It could be an upgrade because we've had a couple of tight ends go down and we've had some injuries and some that have been, shall we say, uh, underwhelming so far. So he would be a guy you might want to pick up. And and again, Hunter Henninger is available. Uh, The guys we've mentioned in all throughout uh, our discussions right now, are guys who should be available, should be on the waiver wire right now. It's not, uh, I mean, it's still early in the season. And, you know, you might say, and and Mike, you might say, why are you giving up on players a couple weeks into the season? And uh, I'll ask you that question. Why are we exporting players? We're only two weeks in, I mean, uh, again uh, why i don't
1: think well i mine basically are is basically a watch list but i i don't think that the nfl is a patient league anymore not not a, not that it's a it's a what have okay. you done for me league lately anymore right. and I know. and, yeah, and right. you know the patience runs thin and it also trickles down to the, the our, us as fantasy owners we don't have the patience to stick with these guys. Like again, last season we saw what happened with Cam Akers, non-existent for uh, games, but when it counted down the stretch, he came to life. And so, if you hung on to him, he was gold. But if you dumped them and you couldn't have the patience to hold on to him, and this is the situation that you get into, you have only so many roster spots that you could keep players on. And do you? And how long do you want to carry that player? who's not performing on your roster. And that, and that's, that's huge.
0: Another, another, I'll, I'll throw another name in there. Sky Moore for Kansas city. Yeah. Because uh, we were high on him in the preseason and he did nothing the first half of the year. Then he had some nice games down the stretch and you know, we, we you wanted to get him back again, but I just, listen, I, I think you're right. The NFL is a show me, what can you do for me lately type of league? And it can vary, but I, I, I think, you know, again, Deshaun Watson has yet to show me something. Uh, I would, if I was a Sean Watson owner or a Justin Fields owner, I would probably go get another quarterback and just maybe put him on the bench just to see, because again, part of it need, maybe just needs, they need to get their, their act together to a certain extent, but I'm just, I'm not sold after two games. I'm really not. And I just think, you know, again, there are some other players who we could probably put on the export list, but uh, you know, again, you know, some people have good, you, you mentioned um, you mentioned a couple of players that had really good first weeks and really bad second weeks. Um, A third week is coming up and we'll see what happens. And of course, then the lovely, and and you know, something, I I guess this would be a good point to talk about it too. Uh, We don't have buys yet, but buys are coming before too much longer. And you've got to look ahead and try and play ahead of the game. Don't try to grab teams, grab you know defenses, grab kickers, you know grab players to fill in for bye weeks. Look ahead, try and get them because I'll tell you something: it's easier to try and get a team a week early than a week late. And I'm thinking defenses specifically. Kicker, same thing too. Uh, if somebody is on the waiver wire, you know, good to grab them a week early. Now, granted, if you do have, you don't have the roster space, that's the other part of the issue. But if you have roster space, uh, again, you have an underperforming running back, uh, or, you know, again, if you have an injury or something like that, it may be the time to pick up. But again, don't, you're not planning, you're not going to plan like three weeks down the road. You want to plan maybe a week or two ahead. So uh, if if you got a bye coming up week five, and, and, and Justin Herbert has a bye week five, Chargers have a bye week five. So that'd be a guy I would think about. Week three, you'll get through week three, and then maybe think about it for week four to pick up a quarterback, because you're going to need a second quarterback. You need a quarterback to fill in for Justin Herbert. You're not going to sit him down. And by the way, you know, the Chargers, mm. man, I'll tell you, talk about coaches in a hot seat. Brandon Staley. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. This offense has been great, and they've now they're now 0 two. I mean, oh boy, yeah, the the seats getting awfully warm underneath uh, for him. And again, we're only two games in, but as you said, Mike, and I agree with you. It's a what have you done for me lately, Lee? And that's you're in you're in Los Angeles. You're competing with the Rams, you know, the Chargers that's 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 pretty tough that's pretty done you know same thing with the jets and the giants you know when you have two teams in town or when you have two teams in the same town you know if one team's doing well the other team you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people talking about it you know I, it's just observation real quick um And again, uh, we are on YouTube, so you want to check us out there, and you can find us on Spotify for podcasters. Uh, If you'd like to reach out to the Fantasy Sultans, you can email us, fantasysultans at gmail.com. Also, don't forget my other podcast, Trips Take, which you can find on Spotify for podcasters. You can also find it on YouTube. Do a search for Trips Take. uh, You will be able to find it. Like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, give a listen to WTRSradio.com online. All right, Mike. this week. Is week number three. Hopefully, if you are 0 and 2, we've given you information that'll help you get to 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. If you're 2 and 0, hopefully, we've given you information that'll get you to 3 and 0. And if you're 1 and 1, hopefully, you go on the plus side, not the negative side. But we're here to help you. We are the fantasy souls, we give you the information to win your leagues. And as we say, people listen to the podcast and use our words against us. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Hall of Famer, Mike Scheck. I'm Trip Rogers. We are the Fantasy Sultans.
1: And you are not.